Welcome lovers. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Misha. I'm Annabelle. And this is the The 1% 1 Lovers Podcast, where we delve deep and explore the rawness of relationships. We also share tips for how to generate undeniable, unexplainable, endless supplies of love, connection, and intimacy with your lover. So come in. Join us. Let's Let's talk. Hello, hello. What's up, lovers? Oh my goodness, we're here, we're here. We're so excited to be here with you today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an absolute pleasure to be sharing the uh, space on the airwaves with you all. Mm. Yeah, so where do we begin? This is the 1% Lovers podcast. Yes, it is. And um, as we said, we're your hosts. And we are really, really passionate about conversation around relationship, Mm -hmm. about action around relationship, about preservation of relationship, elevation, all the shuns. Yeah, exactly. Um, And that's that's what we want to do today. So should we delve in? Yeah. So I think the first thing that we need to cover is why the podcast? Why the podcast is a very good question. There are obviously layers to it. I think this is a long time coming. Mm-hmm. I think as far as the more kind of contemporary motivation really came from a series of conversations that we've had over the last month or so, right, babe? Yes. Where we've talked about the fact that we want to share and we want to serve. We want to serve folks. We want to bring quote-unquote solutions to, you know, any any problems that folks may be having in relationships or what, you know might be on the horizon for someone who is, you know, not yet in a relationship, but wants to be in a relationship, right? And And, yeah, go ahead. And, uh, you know, we were having a conversation about, you know, how nice it would have been to have had more couples around as like examples of what on earth to do when, you know, when you're loggerheads or, you know, how to further relationship, just to have that guidance there. And it wasn't necessarily always there. So we've had to essentially make it up. So mm. I think we're paying it forward to our past selves yeah. and to anyone else that comes to just have something, just yeah. to have someone having the conversations that we want to hear. Yeah. You know, the ones that are important, the ones that make the difference, like the hinges, the hinge mm. conversations, the ones that help the door open and shut, as it were. Mm. So that's that's where this was born from. And I think we both agreed that, you know, we've been... we've. We've done all right with our relationship over these past two, you decades. Know, two decades and some change. So we just wanted to help with that. So Yeah, for sure. And that's what it was born of. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the 1% Lovers podcast, the name The 1% Lovers that we are now just sharing across all platforms as well mm. as through this podcast, really we, we wanted to parallel or we were, Annabelle and I had a conversation and we were talking about, Annabelle was talking about the 1% of wealth and the various tenets that they may observe or the various methods they may use or must use in order to generate this 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 wealth which really is 99% of the the world's wealth right and Annabelle asked the question to some degree or other something along the lines of oh but what about the one percent of love like we have this love in abundance we've we experienced and we haven't celebrated it i think yeah for me and, and i was sharing sorry to cut you babe but like, no 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 worries baby. it was that thing of like i because i wasn't i wasn't a raised necessarily raised around that and i think we've had both we've both had really 
similar but very dissimilar examples of love, which is what you see through, you know, your peers, your parents. And it was like, you know what? We've done really bloody well and we haven't <laughs> celebrated that. I didn't <laughs> I didn't feel I didn't always feel safe celebrating that. <laughs> and and it didn't and somehow it didn't take away from our relationship. Yeah. I was just like, you know what, it's time to actually celebrate it. I'm a bit like we're quite private with our relationship, but with our intimate circle, we we share and people seem to get something from it. Mm. And we're like, you know what, it's time to actually enjoy our relationship. And yeah. I think the next step with like the realization of that we wanted to enjoy it was to, you know, what, let's just start sharing. Let's start sharing because like we don't know. Like every single time we meet up and we talk with another couple, you know, and um I get something from it, you get something from it, and yeah. it only pours back into us. So we're like, one, let's absolutely enjoy our relationship. Let's let's like let's stop let's stop hiding our relationship from the world <laughs> and I can't remember the Drake quotes, but you can. Um and then um and also let's share it. Let's give yeah. back. Like if there is another couple out there that can say, you know what, we felt seen and it gave us something to go and talk about to strengthen what we have. I'm going to feel good. The more lovers in the world, the more 1% lovers in the world, the better, if you ask me. Yeah. So um, we want it to be part of that. We want it to be part of that very small percentage. And the thing that sets the 1% from the 99 is that consistency mm. to really go beyond, like, the norms in order to, you know, refresh to keep things fresh, mm-hmm. to, to, to cultivate. It's yeah. a cultivation and there's a relaxation that comes from that. There's, there's a knowing that comes from like, you know what, we're in the 1%. Like, we're going to do what it is that no one else is going to do. Yeah. And it is literally he who does wins. Mm. And it just so happens that love is another form of wealth. Some people's wealth is in health. Some is in finances. Ours is in love. That's yeah. the one that stuck out for us the most. Yeah. So really excited about actually, this is new. This is a new territory for us as well, sharing, because it's like, okay. And and we've also seen that like the transparency is where the transformation takes place as well. Yeah, absolutely. So that's something that we're going to do. Yeah. So, and, and in the sharing, we, we're going to be, we want to serve you know, what, what is going to be on the other side of us being open, honest and transparent about the peaks and troughs in our relationship, the ups and downs, all of that stuff. What on the other side of that, how are others going to be impacted? How are we going to be able to contribute yeah. to the lives of others? Exactly. And ultimately the pervasion of this conversation, this conversation is a critical conversation because yeah. we've grown up in either single parent households or households yeah. with transient relationships. Yeah. And I know that we're not the only ones. So are. it's very important that we invert what many people have experienced and give a, a different narrative, if you will, yeah. different, give a different version of events. So, so yeah. that's, that's been really cool. Like just having that experience and knowing that we're here. Mm-hmm. So uh, should we take it back? Let's share a little bit about our background and our journey, boo. Ooh, into the archives we go. Into the archives, where okay. it all began. Okay, so it began, gosh, we were 15 and 16. 
Yeah, you, you were have, 15. I was 15. Th- there's, there's debate around it, but I think you were maybe just about to turn 15. I think you had just turned 16. You think you were just about to turn 15, but let's say... No, I definitely was about to... I was 15 turning 16. We yeah. have gone back and forth about this. It's such a non-factor, but we somehow <laughs> managed to, to have little squabbles <laughs> about it. We were... Yeah, so 15... 15, 16. 16. I was about to be 16. Let's just say that much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And we first met and... Um, I used to go to school in South West London. Misha went to school in West London. We're so And yeah. um, we we were mm. both singing at the time, both in different groups. Misha was in a male vocal harmony group. Yeah. Not a boy band. And, That's um, right. <laughs> I was in a girl group. Um, and We met at a, at a choir. We met at a choir, yeah. There was an yeah. audition for... Um, we had a really, really good music teacher... Um, at my school, uh, I auditioned to join to do a show in uh at the Barbican, wasn't it? No, it was Sadler's Wells. At Sadler's Wells, it was yeah. a big, yeah, prestigious building. Um, auditioned, which which meant traveling, booking my passport to go all the way from southwest to west. Um, mm. that's where I first met Meshach, and um, yeah, that's when yeah. we first met. And years on, we're still doing music and things yes, are going from strength to strength. And we've, Definitely. we're expressing ourselves artistically and creatively. Which is nice. Cause that's, more than ever, really. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, our, our, our friendship blossomed. Yeah. Um, into, well, you, were, you basically became one of my best friends. Yeah. So we were we, friends for a couple of years. And within, towards the end of that first two years, we yeah. started to become really, really close. Yeah. And there was always like a comfortability talking to you. I think, because I grew up having quite a few male friends. I feel like, did you have grow up with quite a few female friends? I feel like I you did, had... yes. Yeah. So, well, in, in secondary school, I remember having quite a lot of female friends. In fact, my two closest friends, or at least two of my closest friends were, were girls. Right, okay. Yeah. And I always felt more comfortable talking to guys. Mm. I just felt like, um, yeah, I just felt more comfortable. I felt like I could get to the crux of whatever I was trying to express a lot quicker mm-hmm. um, and secondary school definitely cemented the fact that I found it easier to talk to guys mm-hmm. um, and talking to you was always like you were so you were so is it un- unbiased is that what yeah. I want to say I felt so comfortable sharing with you and I, I never still felt unbiased? still you're still so unbiased mm-hmm. and it's just I felt like back then in our formative years where everyone was trying to be cool or whatever you were just so yourself and I was definitely so myself. I, I remember thinking, I'm not trying to be anything else that I'm not. Mm. So I guess um, that like attract liked, and it meant like, and it meant when I spoke to you, I could just get things out of my head, mm. and you had a way of making sense of them. I remember you used to let your friends know uh, a couple yeah, in particular. Yeah, yeah. Oh, speak to him about you know the quote unquote boy issues. Mishak's so good at listening. So good he can say listening. anything, and he gives such great advice. <laughs> All right. I was just being myself. I don't even know how I was giving good advice, but no, you it, it were. resonated. You were like a, you know what I mean? You were like a pubescent, pubescent Rafiki. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just really enjoyed that. I was like, I could literally just talk and talk and talk and talk to you. We had a little mm. like. Um, little three musketeer thing, me, you, and Jack. Uh huh. Yeah, like our friend Jack. Shout out to Jack. Um, yeah. And we just used to just talk and talk about everything. And obviously, you were passionate about music, so yeah. there was that. And then that friendship as we got older, puberty started to you know creep in, 
and um that friendship turned to attraction yeah so one on one monumental night yeah things went from platonic really friendship to something a little bit more deep and wide so for anyone whose mind is in a gutter we just had a little kiss (laughs) <laughs> um, and it was and the, what the significance of the kiss was that one it came from nowhere because we were definitely like absolutely platonic yeah I couldn't even tell you what way his SKL was laying at the time <laughs> don't forget the lines the lines the lines in my hair he didn't hair, know it was fat back then he didn't know um, and I remember that kiss that we had was like a flash forward mm. so for me it felt like someone had opened up a portal and shown me my future, but without seeing it. It's like, this was the feeling. Jeez. This was the feeling that I had. And I remember thinking, what on earth was that? Wow. Like you hear about people saying they have these like earth moving moments. But literally at that time, I was like, what has just happened? One, it was a shock because mm. we'd, we'd shared a kiss that had literally come from nowhere. Mm-hmm. It was like the elements grabbed us and put us together because before that moment, there was nothing. Secondly, it was like, why does that kiss feel like that? Why does it feel centuries old? And you know what? Fasting, for, fasting forward. Wow. For, for, is that fasting forward? Yeah, let's just go with it. Yeah. Moving all the way forward yeah. to, you know, a year ago or whatever it was, we had that real powerful experience. Oh, we where came we full realized, circle. Well, we realised that We'd left breadcrumbs for ourselves to follow in previous lives. Yes, right? we'd basically awoken to the to the realization that we have actually been together before. Right, and that kiss that you're talking about, yes, where you had this flash forward experience. Yeah, that was one of the quote unquote breadcrumbs we'd left to remember our relationship together. Yes. So that's something which is a separate conversation which we'll we need to go another, much, much deeper in. Yeah, in another episode we'll cover. But you reminded me of that experience from yeah, what you so just shared. Yeah, so that actually came full circle. And that came how many years later? Oh, we're that talking... That was two, de- two decades later. Uh, 2000... It yeah, came quite a few... 17 years later. And again, that same feeling came up. And again, because we literally... were We were chalk and cheese... But like I think for what you would have gone for, what I would have gone for back then, we definitely, we hadn't had each other in mind at all. Mm-hmm. So that's what made it more beautiful. It was like, okay, this feeling is not, it's not in the space anyway. Mm-hmm. So what I'm feeling is real. It's raw. Like it's there. Mm-hmm. So that was magic. And from that point on. We, we were seeing each other yeah. from that point. And we, for a couple of years, we were seeing each other. Yeah. <laughs> you know. As late teenagers, in in most cases, can do, and then many turbulences. Yeah, and then <laughs> we started to get more serious a couple yeah. of years in, and then we had our knocking ceremony, didn't we? But before we got to the knocking ceremony, which is what I'll explain, we had many indifferences. We had religious indifferences. We had relationship indifferences. We had. Um, else just kind of like did we like each other at the same time yeah yeah. so almost like passing ships emotionally and you know what was the other one enough were we enough like there were so many different things family indifferences there were so so many things Mm -hmm. but once we had worked that out and pulled our relationship finger out Mm. like a plum and once we've been become clear for me personally yes once i'd become clear on what i wanted 
and the fact that I wanted you and I quote unquote saw a future for us together and I wanted Finally. to build upon what we'd already established. Yes. So once that was secure, we were like, right, we're doing this, we're both in. Cool. Let's let's go. Let's do this. Mm. Um, so I have um, Ghanaian heritage. That is my cultural background. That is my bloodline. Um, and we have something called the knocking. So for those who don't know what that is, the translation in uh, my dialect, which is Ga, of the Ga Dangbe people, is if you cannot find her, she is with me. Um, so if, if no one can find me, Annabelle, that I will be with Meshach. It's basically saying... This is my woman now. <laughs> and this my this my man. Um, so that involves an elder and you go and you would bring, I don't know, you'd bring a dowry, you'd bring uh, schnapps, which seems to be a, a, a theme in my culture, um, which is a spirit, a drink. And then you'd bring some material and maybe some sort of livestock. Um, and yes, I did bring crates of silver and gold. You did bring crates of silver and gold, a few angels, Mm-hmm. Um, some partridges in a pear tree. There we go. And um, he came to my mum, God rest her soul. Oh, my God. Um, and um, we established that we had a cute little ceremony at home. With, with my mum. With our mums. One of my sister, sisters. Sister, his sister. My sister. Shout out to Jay. Um, and was my brother there? Nah. Oh, okay. He was probably gallivanting. Gallivanting, for sure. Um, and then an elder who... Um, who's dear to my heart um and we did the ceremony it was really beautiful so in our culture it was like that's you lot now you two are together if we see somebody else we're gonna kick them in the bam (laughs) um so we had that and it was like okay cool so after that Meshach the thing about my dear 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 life partner my husband is once he's sure about it he's all in this guy (laughs) This guy decided what felt like to me overnight. He was like, that's it. Yes, I understand we did the knocking. Right, right. I didn't realise, because we'd had a conversation about, listen, when we first got together, I was like, I want, I want to grow older someone. I want babies. Mm-hmm. I want a friendship. Mm-hmm. I want all of that. So I was like, are you sure? And you were like, yeah. But you said, yeah, with such a carelessness. It wasn't even a carelessness, it was a freedom. Was like, did you hear me? It was like, did you hear what I said? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be your girlfriend forever. I want to marry somebody and I want to grow with them at the same time and have a plethora of children, like several, several children. Uh-huh. He's like, yeah. I said, okay, cool. And now... And we do have two. And we do have now two. We have two wonderful sons. We have, you know, two down, 17 to go, joking. Unless that's our portion, which I don't think it is. Um, <clears throat> so that was that. So not long after that, he proposed. Yeah. On my birthday, in yeah. front of all of our closest friends. Mm-hmm. And I blubbered. And in my true, true South London roots, my first words after he had said these beautiful things <laughs> to me was, Are you being serious? Are you serious? Yeah. But it wasn't. It was. It was a beautiful moment. It was more shock. It was more. It was more shock. Because you immediately after that in South Londonese. um, Immediately after that, you said yes with the biggest smile on your face. The biggest smile I had. And we went. We went on the journey, or we continued the journey, and and we eventually got our first place and all of that stuff. And 
Oh, we Slowly, got married. But, oh, yeah, we got married, got obviously. Married, we were studying. the honeymoon thing. We did yeah. not do the housing thing because, bless us, we were so gassed. Yeah. We didn't think just, about where to live. Yeah. But, um, but we, we did our quote-unquote white wedding and from that point on, we And it were, was a beautiful occasion. It was. And everything was beautiful and still is beautiful. However, there was a point at which things shifted and... As they say, the honeymoon period ended and we started to face ups and downs, which we'll get into in in further or later episodes of this wonderful podcast. However, in a nutshell, we we started to experience ups and downs and turbulence that we had when we had been, you know, as as eyewitness accounts to other people's weddings, we had heard about the difficulty of marriage, the difficulty of married life. We had shunned that and said no no that's not our portion but there was an element of truth to those things and an element there was an element of truth to those things and it was that it's only an element of truth or it is an element of truth and only that because we didn't realize how equipped we needed to be in order to quote unquote weather those storms Mm. but as is from my perspective and i'm sure is the case for you baby as our destiny it is right in the midst of this Mm -hmm. we were able through some kind of mission, through some kind of destiny, were able to actually weather those storms and to come out. Yes, on top. Out on top. And not mm. only out on top, but we have a deeper connection than we ever ha- have had. Listen. We have a deeper level of intimacy, a wider level of intimacy and love for each other now. When you've almost drowned with someone, like emotionally, mm. when you've almost drowned with someone and you live to tell the tale, mm. I dare you not to get closer. Like yeah. we, we were, we were, we have been through the trenches together. Yeah. We've experienced heartache from each other, with each other, um, yeah. and we're gonna get into all of that stuff as yeah. again the episodes progress because we really wanna share the tips, the tools, the techniques that we've we've picked up along the way, so that we can assist. Anyone who needs assistance in shortening that gap or or halving the time yeah. in order to get to a similar, if not the same destination, you know, it's very important for us that we contribute in that way so that folks know that, right, we're not in, we're not on this journey alone. We're not in this alone. We're not going to have to go through trial and error and heartbreak and heartache in the same way that we have you know yes so that's what we want to contribute so, and yeah. also to just make it known that there are tools out there there really there are, are tools if you care to use them mm-hmm. the tools are always around you and we're here to provide the tools it's up for you it's up to you to pick them up mm-hmm. and we're just sharing from what we have done and what we have found to be successful which allows us to identify as a one percent of lovers like that has come from graft you know, um, from from foresight mm-hmm. and just being present. Yeah. Um, so we know what we're in, which is why we can boldly even say it. Yeah, we know what we, we've earned these stripes. We know <laughs> what this is. Like this is no joke. Like, and we're enjoying it. We're having a great time. We're having a great time. The best time the ever. The best time. Yeah, we're 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 um we're growing alongside each other. Um, at the same time as with each other um and it's beautiful and i'm really really having a great time with you i really am me too like i couldn't think of a person i never get this sentence right but i can't think of someone i'd want to do it more with Mm -hmm. you know what i mean 
do it more with or do it with more than you or you know, some, something to that you know effect. What, you know the vibe. Really, when it comes down to it, as long as you as a couple or you as someone that wants to be a part of a, a partnership or a couple, yeah. as long as you have an intention to grow with your partner, your lover, mm-hmm. as long as you have a, the attention that is required or the focus that is required to be placed upon your relationship, your self-growth and also your your part, yeah. the growth of your partnership, as long as you trust as they say, trust the process. And as long as you have the tenacity that's required and persistence, you will be able to achieve anything. And that obviously goes for a loving partnership. However, it also goes for everything else in life. This principle pervades life. This principle principle can be applied to all areas of life, especially this area. Yes. You know, so that's really the journey that we've gone on in a nutshell in summary yeah and now been, we're here yes absolutely talking to you on our podcast absolutely the one percent lovers the podcast 1% lovers podcast. we really as we've said we want to inspire you to experience endless supplies of love yes. and connection and intimacy yeah. in ways that you've never experienced before because it is available to you today today mm-hmm. So, lovers, what we're going to do to end this first of many 1% Lover podcast shows is we're going to do a quick fire round of questions. Yeah. Let's go. Okay, you have got 20 seconds, okay? We don't even know if 20 seconds works, but it's our first show. Let's go. Let's go. Are you ready? I am. Uh, okay. Um, uh, when was the last time our relationship pushed you outside your comfort zone and described the situation? Ooh, I would say today we were, it could be, yeah, it, it really is about self-growth. Do you know what I mean? So we were on the school floor today, dropping the boys at school. There was a little bit of a, an uncomfortable situation and I had to push past my pride and... Ah! <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Can I just end the answer? You started so you can finish. Go ahead. Yeah. So I needed to push past my pride and accept your feelings for being legitimate or valid. And I um, acknowledge you for that because it did make me feel valid. Validated. Let's go. Even though I don't need it, yeah? All right. Okay. Are you ready for this one, baby? I'm ready. You ask it and then I... No. Are you ready for this one, though? I was born ready. All right. This is our first episode, you know. Come. The first show. All right. Let's go. Describe something that turns you on, which you haven't shared with me. The smell of bread. Really? Yeah. It turns you on? I don't know. There's something about it being fresh. And then fresh is like fresh bodies, fresh bodies, fresh canoodling, uh, banging intimacy. That's, that's what I have. Right. All right. Oh, look at that. Few seconds to spare. Boom. Yeah, like honestly, right. I don't know why. Seriously, so it turns you on in a literal sense. It it makes you throb a little bit. It makes you a wow. little bit moist. Wow! 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 Family show. Um. Yes, I feel I feel excited internally about it. I feel ah. physically and internally excited by the aroma that bread produces. Yes. Lovers. Lovers, we so enjoyed having this talk with you. I'm Nisha. I'm Annabelle. 
and you've been listening to the one percent lovers podcast you can follow us at the spooner state on all social media platforms to stay up to date with everything we have going on if you haven't already done so please do subscribe rate and review this podcast on the platform that you're listening from remember conversations cultivate connections and intimacy breeds more love Join us next time for another episode of the The 1% 1 Lovers Lovers Podcast. Podcast.